Hello and welcome to So Much More Than Cancer. I am your host, Denise DeSimone. Two things to know about this podcast. If you have been diagnosed with cancer, we are here to support you in knowing that you are so much more than a diagnosis. Secondly, we are excited to talk about so much more than cancer. So let's be brave, let's have some fun, and let's get after it. Well, hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in again. This is a solo podcast, just you and me and the world. I am so excited. What a great time of year. We're coming out of the cold winter and slowly but surely inching our way to warmer weather, celebrating the season of spring. Spring is renewal time for everything. The earth is waking up, the birds are singing, the trees are budding. Soon all the leaves will burst forth in all their glory. Yep, and many of us, well, we'll be sneezing and sneezing and sneezing, but we'll be happy. You know, the vibrations in nature are so strong. Have you ever been walking down the street and you see a little flower? The face of that flower just finds its way through a crack in the concrete to pop its face right up, reaching for life, reaching for the sun. Everything, everything is vibrating at a higher frequency, as are we. We can let loose of all the heavy coats and the hats, and we're waking up to sunny skies. Yay, yay, yay. Spend more time outside, shaking our booties, get some exercise. It, it just helps us feel freer. You know what I'm talking about. But I'm also talking about our internal vibration. All of that stuff is vibrating, and we are all of that as it is all of us. But what about our internal vibration? What about the vibration that determines if we are having a good day or a not so good day? No matter what the season, no matter how sunny or hot, what's going on outside, what about the vibration, our own internal vibration? You know, when it's cold out, we layer clothing. We turn on the heat. When it's warm out, we shed our clothing, turn on the air conditioner. We control the thermostat. But what about the thermostat that controls us from the inside out? You know, how often are we aware that we are the ones in control of that thermostat? Oftentimes, we lose sight of that. And it's the thermostat that controls our sacred vibration. I'm just going to drop something in here for a moment and come back to it. You know, scared and sacred have the exact same letters. Most likely, if we are not in a sacred space, we are probably in a scared and fearful place. Now, I'm going to leave that there just for a minute or two, and I'll be back. All right, so how do we fine-tune our awareness to adjust and create an environment where we are making sure our vibration is one that promotes health, happiness, compassion, kindness, and all the other delicious vibes that we and everyone around us deserve. You know, a lot of us know that we 
And we have to keep learning this lesson that nothing external has anything to do with it. It doesn't have power over us. Nothing external has a power over our mood. Nothing external has any power over our thoughts. Nothing external has any power over how we feel. Nothing external determines any of it. Now, that's a that's a next level thinking. That's next level. And I want us all to start reaching for that next level. That's when we can take ownership and know it's our internal perception. You know, in those tough moments, we flip into believing it's all external, but it isn't. It's a result of how we perceive what's going on around us. It all comes from within. Through our perception and the lens, we choose to view life. So how do we keep our vibration in check? How do we maintain a sacred vibration? Well, a great way is by asking questions. You know, the quality of our lives is determined by the quality of the questions we're willing to ask, mostly to ourselves. <clears throat> so I call it, excuse me, pause for a vibration check. And take a moment and ask the question, is this experience I am having worth it? Worth it if it's disturbing my sacred vibration? Is it worth having that happen? And then breathe and go into that place. It's always available to us. I call it our well of bliss that each and every person has within us where no one knows how to enter there, only us. And the good news is no matter what's happening in our lives, each of us has 24-7 access to this well of bliss. It's our God center. It's our place where all is well and deep peace resides. Now, we may not always be aware of it, but it's always there. And it's a breath away. In a moment, we can go within, recharge, reclaim, renew our sacred vibration. And just, just take a moment and be quiet. One of the best ways to strengthen our connection and our awareness of that sacred place within is to spend a little time in the silence. You know, the great 13th century poet Rumi said, in the silence between your heartbeat bides a summons. Do you hear it? Name it if you must, or leave it forever nameless, but why pretend it is not there? Whether we have five minutes which is now this new thing called micro-meditating. Try it. It's pretty cool where you incorporate short bursts of quiet moments into your daily life. You just take five minutes and you intentionally sit and micro-burst meditate. It's really cool. Now you might have 20 minutes. It doesn't matter. Any time in the silence is better than no time in the silence. And in the silence, it's where we begin to align ourselves with that sacredness that we are. And it isn't the minutes we sit in silence that is really effective. It's that those minutes fuel us with what we need during other minutes of the day. You know, the Dalai Lama says he meditates for one hour a day. And when he's really busy, he meditates for two hours a day. <laughs> I love that. You know, time in the silence offers us distance. Distance between us and our thoughts, where we become the observer of our thoughts. That's the whole premise of meditation. We observe our thoughts. We have them. They don't have us. They don't grip us. 
And observing our thoughts is the key. It's the key that opens that spiritual door to inner peace. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to take on the challenges in your life in a whole new way? Most people let challenges limit them. You know why? Because they don't know how not to. Challenges do not have to be limiting. It's time to learn to turn them into doorways of transformation. You just need a few tools. At least that's what I needed when I was challenged with stage four cancer. That's why I took the lessons learned and the tools I used to create this amazing, fun, online self-paced course that will help you go through the doorways to find yourself on the other side, living your life fully expressed. The course is called Life because it's time for all of us to live in full expression. It's a short-term commitment with long-term benefits you deserve. For all the juicy details, click the link below or head over to my website, denisedesimone.com. For a generous discount, use the word podcast in the discount box. When we hold ourselves sacred and keep the vibration within at a level of sacredness, all is well with the world. It becomes easy to recognize a potential danger zone. Peace is an inside job. When each person begins to vibrate peace from a deep place within, then we can each, like Gandhi says, he says, be the change you want to see in the world. I say, be the peace you want to see in the world. That's how we're going to have peace on earth. Now, 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 let me just clear something up here. This doesn't mean trying to be holier than holy, and it doesn't mean it's possible to live in that space 24-7. Sometimes our spirituality, actually, probably a lot of time, our spirituality has to make room for our personality. Those are the times when you just have to go for it. After all, we're human. <laughs> and I'm an Italian human. Being an Italian human is, is not always easy. Being whatever you are is not always easy. But we do our best to raise our consciousness and renew ourselves. Sometimes you just got to let go and, and, and let the personality serve itself. Because things do get us twisted. But we can't stay in that place. So let's go back and take a look at scared and sacred, having the same letters. Now, we just celebrated not long ago Easter, okay? In two days prior to Easter, we are always mindful if you're Catholic, and some of you, you know, celebrate Passover. But for this example, I'm using Easter. I was raised Catholic. We label the Friday on which Jesus was executed as Good Friday because it was a a, a look ahead to the empty tomb on Easter morning. Now, whatever your beliefs are, you believe. But this is just, I'm using this as an example to make a point. But when we consider Good Friday, sacred may look and sound a lot like scared. That was a pretty scary day, but it was a passageway to the big day. And he knew it. But still, Jesus asked that the cup be taken. It says in the Bible, and he went a little further 
and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O Father, O my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. Was he scared? Well, of course he was. Who would it be? Did he make the transition from scared to sacred pretty quickly? Well, it seems that he did. You know, sometimes certain fears should be trusted to guide us along our journey. You know, fear is a source of wisdom if we learn when to ask for help. If we learn that we can trust in the spirit to guide us with all our heart, we don't just have to lean on our own understanding. And that heartfelt trust is sacred. And being scared can sometimes draw us to God, Yahweh, Allah, spirit, whatever you call it. Draw us to that energy like a child to a loving parent. You know, acknowledging our fears may be an act of courage. When Representative John Lewis in 1965 crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge on Bloody Sunday, he said when he saw the police, he thought he for sure was going to die. Fear was definitely in his, co- in his pocket. But Lewis still put his faith into action. And I believe the same may be said for many of the protesters today. Lord knows we are not all John Lewis's and we are a sacred people. When we come together to protest and stand up and these days, there are so many opportunities to come together for so many, a multitude of reasons. It can be scary. And yet we know these are sacred moments made for us to step out in faith. I'm scared every single day by what I see on the news. And on the news, they talk a lot about the problem with climate change and how the planet's burning up. That's true. It is. And you know what else is true? It's true that we need to change the climate. We need climate change in people's hearts and heads. There is too much heat. Too many killing too many. Too many people killing children for no damn good reason whatsoever. Divisive politicians doing all they can to ruin humanity. A six-year-old child chases a ball into her neighbor's yard and she and her father end up getting shot. The phone call I got from my niece the other day who tells me she got freaked out at the gym when she had the thought, Auntie, what is it to stop someone who would come in here and start shooting us? People, my friends, brothers, sisters, that little voice is not just in my niece's head. It's in all our heads. But how well-toned is our spiritual muscle that can carry us from scared to sacred? For this to be so, we not only need our own inner sanctuary to be strong, we need each other. We need to not be scared of each other. We need to connect in a sacred place with each other. We need to find that place, whether we know the person in front of us or not. Our heartstrings need to weave the fabric of our universal oneness, and we need to seize the moments. I got to tell you a story. The other day I was in Market Basket, and for you listening, wherever you are in the world, Market Basket is a supermarket. 
I love to cook. I love to eat. I love to spend time in Market Basket, but I don't like to spend a lot of time at one point. But this particular day, the music was fabulous. And for some reason, I didn't want to leave that store. I went down every aisle and I was dancing in the aisles and people were smiling at me and I was smiling. And at one point, one woman just stopped right in front of me. And both of us just started dancing with each other. And it was a joyous moment. We seized that moment where we transcended. We got into the center of consciousness. Christ consciousness is what it's called. That high state of intellectual development and emotional maturity. We transcended the limited time and space of our minds and our perspective. And we just let it happen. And we just let may never see her again. She may never see me. But in that moment, we seized it. And we just decided to let go of everything, all of the heavy, and get into the light. Into the light, living the Christ consciousness. It's a continuous process of learning and growing and expanding in awareness and love. And it's here on Earth School. Earth School is what we're doing here, and it's meant to be fun. So take the opportunity, transcend and dance with people in your life. Go to Market Basket, go to Stop and Shop, go to Publix, go wherever you go. And smile at people. You know, life happens. There's no way around it. Situations are going to arise. There will be reasons to protest, and illness will happen, and either to us or somebody we love dearly. The economy will take, for whatever reason, people will try to put fear God in us. And somewhere along the line, someone on some day will do something somehow at some time to hurt us. It's just part of being human. No matter what the situation, no matter how devastating the news, no matter how bad it seems, we have the power to choose Sacred over scared. Just switch the letters. Transpose the C and the A, and scared becomes sacred. The more we practice holding our vibration in a sacred way, the easier it gets. Find reasons and opportunities to do this. And if you know me, I'm all about loving yourself. Love yourself enough to be present to each moment and feel the joy that that great spirit has for us present in every moment of every day. I always say the presence of cancer when I was diagnosed with cancer, the presence of cancer was the best present I ever received because it taught me to be present. So remember, being scared can draw us to that great spirit energy like a child to a loving parent. Acknowledging we're scared may be the biggest act of courage we have, but then we let it tone and shape and strengthen our sacred vibration. We switch, we make a choice, and we look at scared and how to transform it into sacred. Thank you for your kind attention. It's been a joy being with you. Until next time, keep a good thought and know you are loved. To learn so much more about Denise, please visit her website at denisedesimone.com. While there, you can purchase a copy of her best-selling book, 
from stage four to center stage. Watch her widely viewed documentary by the same name and check out copies of her many CDs. You will also find information about her life-changing online program called LIFE, which stands for Live in Full Expression. You can also find Denise on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Please remember to share, subscribe, and leave a review. Until next time, stay well.